Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Island Sports Talk Podcast, episode 13. Today, we're going to talk about all NFL here. NFL schedule was released on Wednesday night. We're going to discuss our favorite matchups, what we're looking forward to the most, and just talk about the season in general. Talk about the Jets and the Colts schedules, but mostly the most important matchup. So hope everybody enjoys and see you on the other side. What's up, Twam? How you doing, pal? Hello, hello, sir. How's it going? It's it's been forever. It's I been know forever. it's been a while. It's been a while. We were talking about this before the podcast. Like it it ob- obviously hasn't been like a ton of time since we've last talked, but like it feels that way. It it's just feels been, like it's been a while. It's been the longest gap we've had. Yes, since, definitely. Because obviously we had the week where we couldn't put anything out, but we still talked, and you know there was that. Yeah. That was their tra- that travesty that happened. But, um, <laughs> this, this, other than that, this is this has been the longest period yes, of time. So absolutely. It's to see your face again, hear your it's, voice. It's wonderful. It's great to see you, Twan. It's great to see you and your nice sleeve tattoo. I love that. Oh, but oh, yeah. uh, moving along here, off the sleeves and onto the uh, not even onto the field. First, we talk about artwork and designs. We talk about Twan's sleeve. We're going to have to transition into a quick shout out here. So before last episode. We released a new logo, and our boy from college here, Ryan Bukowski, he hooked us up big time. He made a really nice logo, beautiful design for you know the island boys we are. As tropical as it was, it was awesome. So we got to shout him out. Make sure to follow his Insta page, Ryan Bukowski, and make sure to see his website, ryanbukowski.net, and visit you know visit it and see all the wonderful artwork and videos and it you know he's a video f- photographer he's an editor he does it all he does it all does he yeah, does he's, he's literally a king i mean mm-hmm. me and chris had discussed the logo from the from the beginning obviously uh honestly <clears throat> uh we didn't prioritize it too much to like push out a new one right away because the stock image we found honestly was a blessing it was yes. it was pretty solid. It was a nice stock image. It, it was a good lie. stock image, and don't worry, we'll never forget image. about it. We'll <laughs> never forget about it. It'll be back. It'll be in the bookmarks for a while. For uh, you know, when we make it big, we'll say, "Well, this is how we started." But mm. we we talked about what we wanted the design to look like, and I mean, the man delivered. Ryan no. delivered. It's beautiful. It's perfect. So, Ryan, if you're listening, we absolutely love you, and just give him that information one more time, Chris, because yes. we need all the love. He is a beast. So RyanButkowski.net. Go to his website. He's going to have everything you want to see that he he's will done. Hook you up. And he will hook you up. So go to that. And make sure to follow his Insta page. I believe it's Ryan underscore Butkowski. So make sure to follow that as well. So, hey, shout out to Ryan again. We have an awesome logo. I'm thrilled about that. So, um, hey. You ready to talk 
some NFL schedule here. Yeah, while I'm hyped about our logo, let's continue to the hype. The NFL schedule dropped last night. And just right off right off the bat, obviously the first uh seventeen game schedule. So mm-hmm. this was quite literally the biggest schedule release of all time. It's gonna take a while to get used to it. Seventeen what are your games. Thoughts on seventeen games. We won't we won't take too long on this because we want to get into the actual matchups, but I feel it's worth just discussing because this is gonna take a long time for all of us to get used to. Yeah, I mean, record-wise, too, when you talk about I mean, we've had several conversations since the 17-game schedule release where, not this the release, but the fact that it was going to be 17 games where we talked about records. And I remember mentioning, oh, that's a 13-3 and team right there. Well, that's no longer the case. It's either a 13-4 and team or 14-3 and team, or that team's going to be 4-12. and No, they're going to be 4-13 and now. Well, they're going to be 3-14. and Like, my brain is not going to get around, like, the actual predictions. When it comes to making you know, record predictions for each team. I'm guarantee you the first go around, I'm going to throw out a couple 10 and six instead of 10 and sevens. It's going to be, it's going to take a while to get used to me as well. Don't worry. (laughs) Yeah. It's going to take everybody. It really is. Like a true hardcore fan like us, it's going to take us forever. It's going to take that same hardcore fan not doing this podcast out in the open that they're going to, they're going to take a while to get used to it. Um, Do I like it? I feel like at some point, you know, when you, when it's not when it when it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's my biggest theory with with things. Um, obviously, they don't care about players' health. I mean, they remove a preseason game, but like, you know, not one of the starters didn't really play in the preseason. Let's be honest. That's for you know your backups, backup quarterbacks. You get to see what Jordan Love gets to offer this season here in the preseason. Finally, that's what that's for. That's what the preseason's for. Is for those guys that want to make the roster. Guys are trying to make that fifty-three man roster make the cut. So it's not about the money. I mean, it's all about the money, I should say. It's not about the health or safety of the players. That has gone completely out the window. I just think that 17, 18, and you know this is going to be a thing too. It's going to yeah, get to we're going to get into that. In it's going to get to 18. But before we even get into that, because I know you have a lot of thoughts on that, 17 is just, it's a money grab. That's all it is. I think 16 was perfect. I was, I wanted to push back last year on the playoffs i did and then i saw the playoffs and i was like wow you know what i'm glad they added two more teams it was very hard to get into the playoffs as it is and i still feel like it was difficult last year to make the playoffs i don't think it you know diluted the fact of the regular season or the playoffs itself that you know we had more teams in it what i do want to say though is that it's opening up a slippery slope at one point you know now now you're opening up oh let's have 16 teams play in the playoffs Let's have 18. Let's have 20. You're seeing it in basketball right now. I, that's a whole different story. And we can talk about it at a different time or even, you know, the after hours edition, we can talk about <laughs> it. But like to, at some point you're, you're, you're de-emphasizing the regular season and you're adding too many teams to a playoff that shouldn't be there. The Bears last year, they should not have been in the playoffs against the Saints. That team did not deserve to be in the playoffs. But you could argue the Colts, on the other hand, absolutely deserved it. They would have – Almost missed out on the if they probably would in a regular out on the, in a regular they, classic NFL season uh, playoff they that was an eleven and five good football team that would have that been out. missed out that would have missed out on their opportunity in the playoffs in Trom you probably would have been Joe from the bridge about to jump off yeah you wouldn't hear my voice right now because I just wouldn't be on this earth <laughs> exactly like Trom would not be he would not have been a happy camper I would have to go to Staten Island quick and give him a yeah like, yeah you would have had to give me some life support. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, 
I, but ultimately, that worked out. I think the 17 game schedule will work out for the best. And I like how they push the schedule back as far as now Super Bowl weekend is President's Day weekend. We don't have to worry about that Monday off anymore unless you have just the worst oh, have, job in the world. I have, I have but, thoughts on those Super Bowl being pushed back. Oh, I can't wait to hear. <laughs> I can't wait to hear it. So before I give the floor to you, ultimately, I think it has its goods. And it's bads, just like anything else. But ultimately, it's a money grab. That's that's what I have to say about it. So, Twam, what are your thoughts on this whole situation? Yeah. So, you know, as fans, we love it because it's a sport. You purely love, the, you know, the game. The NFL and Goodell knows their business. It's an entertainment industry. And it, that's all it is, adding an extra game. Because we're all suckers. We're going to watch. Okay. We can complain. And you know there's going to be people beating it, beating the drum Oh, they don't care about player safety, which they don't. It's obvious. And just complain after complaint. You could complain all you want. You're going to watch it. So I'm just not going to complain. More football at the end of the day is what we love. And, I again, I think 16 was perfect. I Mm. mean, it was just the perfect number. And I'm not going to go too much further into it because you pretty much – we're pretty much, uh, you know, eye to eye on this. But by the time – what I was going to say, by the time we get used to 17 games, we're going to be at 18 because this is a precursor to the 18-game season. And when we get to 18 games, then I really think we're going to be looking at the possibility that the NFL season will be concluding, or the Super Bowl, I should say, will be taking place almost in March, because in an 18-game season, I feel like you got to have two buys. If they mm. try to push a 19-week regular season, 18-game regular season, and only have one bye week, you can't make it more obvious than that. Or they just – or there's, or the other route, here I am trying to, you know, construct the NFL schedule. Uh, week 10, there's just no football. Everyone plays nine games. Everyone's off week 10, and then everyone plays the next nine. If that's how that, that's the only way I could see everyone having one bye week work because if, if you don't give everyone two buys in an 18 game NFL season, it's just it's just a bad look. But yeah, it's gonna be tough to get used to. Every NFL record now prior to this season, oh, is, shattered. It's not irrelevant, but they're all asterisks now. 16 games. This denotes a 16 game season. So. NFL records, not team-wise, but like statistical records, that's going to be weird um, Mm. from here on out. But, I mean, more football is more football. We're going to watch. We are too addicted, so there's nothing we can really say or do that will change their minds, obviously. And my last point on the pushback, now that the Super I know 99% of America is thrilled it's on President's Day. Oh. But I have Load been looking up forward. the Bud Heavies. <laughs> I have been looking forward to Super Bowl 56 for the better part of the past 10 to 11 years because I'm a psycho and I search the Super Bowl every year. For those who don't know, my birthday is February 6th. The last time the Super Bowl was on my birthday was Super Bowl 45. So I was I looked immediately. Super Bowl 56 this year. It was supposed to be on my birthday, and they pushed it back. Other people that I know, they don't like sharing their birthday with the Super Bowl. That's what I live for. I would have absolutely loved that. And 
when Andrew Luck was still a Colt, I w- it was really in my mind. I was like, this team could be playing on the Super Bowl or in the Super Bowl on my birthday. However, that is not that is no longer happening. So I was shattered. And the Super Bowl will never be on my birthday again. So I'm still coping with that. So bear with me for the better part of this episode. I've it's got the world's smallest violin here for you on that. <laughs> it's just my birthday is ruined for at least the next five years. That's Plum, okay. I got a great solution for you. We just celebrate your birthday a little a little late. You celebrate it on your actual birthday. Don't get me wrong. Don't Full go on that. But Super Bowl party, we're also celebrating your birthday. Yeah, that's, that's true. And that's what I did this year. We we rented a house. My birthday was the day before the Super Bowl. So I was like, all right, this is sweet. Next year, it's eh, – that's all right. Enough about me. Let's get into the games. Um, but you know what, though, Tuam? I really, really – I liked your point when it came to if we get 18 games, you need two buys. Oh, I just want to go back to that real quick. You absolutely need two buys. Right now you need two buys if we're being honest. And you I think really there yeah. – I'm not completely positive on this. There, There's only one bye week still, right? Yeah, so before you continue, let, I'll just throw this out there because I won't bring this up in the other, the other part. But, mm-hmm. yeah, the reason – specifically why it affects me with the 17 games mm-hmm. and I'm sure a couple of teams, the Colts don't have their bye week till week 14. That's clear. That's obviously the lo- the latest week. Cause it used to be week 13. So it's not just them. I, I'm not sure. Cause I'm, I'm sure there's at least two other teams, but the teams with the week 14 bye, of course, you know, Colts are involved. That's 13 straight NFL games. Yeah, they, like they're going to be yeah, that's going to be tough. at the end of the season. Like that schedule, the fact that they won't have a bye is like, you know, till that late in the season is gonna, you know, that's going to hurt them. That's definitely going to hurt them. And especially I don't think it's the best time to take a bye. Let's say this team's riding kind of high in your Indianapolis Colts and they're go- they want to, you know, have like a good December run going to the playoffs. The best teams have a good December. The teams that win the Super Bowl have a good December. That's just the bottom line. The Bucks had a great December. Yeah, more often year. than not, they're the going into the playoffs. Had a great crew. December. You throw a monkey wrench in a bye in the middle of that December. What if they come back off the bye after being like you know ten and three or eleven? And, you know what I mean? Like yeah. not doing quick math here. You know, it may not be ten and three, but okay, week fourteen, ten and three. Look at yeah. that. Yeah, no, you you were spot so, on. <laughs> so let's say they come back from the bye, ten and three. And they lose their first two games in that bye. First two games of December. Holy crap. Now we're in a playoff race. We were supposed to win the division. Now we're wondering if we're going to make it. Yeah, so, the only like the only positive of having that late bye, and we kind of saw the Bills because they come immediately to mind because they had the 13 bye last year. They had that heartbreaker. I'm pretty sure it was week 12 when they lost to Arizona. And then they – Yes. They came back after the late bye, and then they were on fire. Obviously, that not every team is the Bills, so that's not going to yeah. apply to every team. But the late bye is only good in the sense of you are in a good position, and you get that rest, and then you're good to go for the rest of the the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. But I mean, thirteen games in a row is still thirteen games in a row. That's very tough. You don't. It doesn't afford you anything. You can't. So if you lose a few guys, you don't even have that week now. I mean, they they do have that Thursday night game, ironically enough, against the Jets. But that's the only. Why does that have to be a Thursday? I don't I'm know. So mad. I don't we, know. Aside from the fact we, that we both wanted to go, 
Why is that yeah. the Thursday game? Why are Full they disclosure for, for everybody listening. Me and Twomley really wanted to take that trip to Indianapolis. Would have taken, would have easily taken, you know, Friday after work. Let's go. You know, one of those. If anything, what? why couldn't the game just be in, in New York? We would have gone Thursday night. That, that would have been easy. recording on Thursday night and we would have gone. But, you know, unfortunately, the schedule makers, you know, they, they thought otherwise. But going back quickly to this buy situation here. So, you know who ironically has the best buy of them all is the Super Bowl champs, the Bucks, Week 9 buy. Yeah, the That's NFL schedule makers looking Tommy's buy. butt once again. That I was about to say, you know, they're giving him, they're throwing him a bone. But I will say, when it comes to helping Tom Brady, the fact that they suspended him for Deflategate, I think that goes out the window completely. Trying to support Tom Brady, I don't think the NFL supports Tom Brady one iota. But when it comes to a back-to-back champion, that's supporting Tom Brady. Well, it's putting. I don't putting think the, the NFL the schedule makers. Nine. Screw them. Honestly, screw them. They screwed me, so screw them. They they screwed all of us, you know? They screwed the Jets. Jets got to play. Um, we're going to talk about it later. The Jets, Jets have an early buy, week. don't they? What's up? What buy? Yeah, the... yeah. An Jets early like buy isn't great right? either. If you ask me, an early buy might be even worse. Oh, let's oh say early. What, what week before you go on? What week, week is five. It week is week five. five. Jets oh, that's, five. that's 100% worse. That's a, because – you're still kind of fresh early in the season. You're not ready for you. You want to keep going. It's later in the season where you're going to want that buy, but not too late like the Colts. If week you had 14, to choose the earliest buy or the latest buy, you're taking. You the choose week buy. fourteen. You choose week fourteen over week five any day of the week. Like you know, how many teams that I remember one year the Kansas City Chiefs. I forget. Don't quote me on the year or how they. I actually I know how they finished, but because I'm going to talk about it. Um, they had a 3-0 and start, okay? And this was way before Mahomes. This is probably a decade earlier before he was there. I, we were kids. They had a 3-0 and start. They had a week four bye. I believe they finished that season like 6-10 and because they had the bye. They were rolling. Great team. Jamal Charles was there. Uh, I want to say might have been Alex Smith too. So maybe we weren't kids. Alex like, Smith or Matt Castle, dare I Matt, say? Could have been Matt Castle. Honestly, it could have been Matt Castle, but – Probably, you know what? It was Matt Castle because I think it was the year that they traded from the Patriots to uh, the Chiefs, uh, Castle. Everybody was very excited about them. They get off to a 3-0 start. There we go. You know, we're having a great week four by killed them. Absolutely killed them. I believe it was the 2010 Chiefs. But ultimately, you don't want the early buy. That's the point here. You do not want that early buy. They actually... You know, you know they finished ten and six. But the point, <laughs> the, the point is though, they lost their first two games after the bye. I knew something happened, but after that bye, after they're rolling, now they're three and two. But no, still, I get what you mean though, because you get, you get what I'm saying. It completely so, eradicated my own point there. But here, I'll I'll do some damage control here. So while they might not have fallen apart in the way that we thought. It's just a matter of this. We'll we'll you know we'll we'll talk about it in the seventeen game sense now. So you know the Colts have to play thirteen straight, and then they're off, and then you know they have the next four to go to the playoffs. The Jets, you know, they play their first four, and then let's say the Jets, let's say the Jets make a playoff run. I'm not saying they will, but just for the sake of this argument, 
for the sake of the argument, okay? Hear me out. Uh, for I'm this hearing you out. Argument, for the sake of this argument. They play four games. They get their bye week. Now you play 12 straight games. Let's say they sneak into the playoffs with no rest. You're playing 12 straight weeks to go into the playoffs. I mean, you're going to be battered by whoever, whichever team you're playing. At least, you know, they're, the they're going to get their doors blown off to whoever yeah, they play. And at probably. least in the Colt sense, if you if you make a playoff push, you're only riding in on a three game or or on four straight games. And the major, the very likely chances of the first matchup you're playing, if you don't get a bye, is that team's going to be riding at least one or two games more than you. So at least you know with the late bye, it affords that late surge with you know some extra some some possible fresh legs with the jets in the jets case or any other team with a week five uh by 12 straight games going in the playoffs i mean that's brutal and if you don't have a bye week you know a first round bye you're mm. screwed not screwed but you're gonna be tired and now there's only one first round bye to, you know yeah that first round bye is the first seed Number one seed, the only seed that now. gets it now, so it makes it even harder. It yeah. Makes it even more and em- more emphasis on that. I do like. I w- you like going that. back to the format like again, real quick. Of all the playoff that. changes, I think the one I do like the most is the first round by going to one team, and I don't mm-hmm. love it. But of all the changes, that's the one I think I like and, the most. And I really, really loved this year's playoffs. So. I get don't I I have the theory it's not broke don't fix it don't add any more team this is perfect keep it the way it is triple headers both days keep it the way it is please so, for the love of God unless they start expanding teams and which who knows we'll get into like a we'll get into but, a conspiracy theory at another but how point. do you even like 34, 34 should be the max the, 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 at some point you can't have 50 teams if you want to keep expanding gonna, but that's a story for another day let's wow. get into the actual schedule now let's shall exactly we? let's get we into haven't the done anything. so i'll let you go or do you want to go back and forth let's go back and forth yeah let's go let's go one for one so what what chris and i have constructed you know to take a little uh, bias out of it we decided we were going to look at five matchups that, you know, were intriguing to us. Not the most because, you know, there's some, you know, there's some basic matchups that everyone's going to jump off. So we we, we said yeah. five matchups that are interesting to us that do not include our own teams. So I can't pick any Jets games. He can't pick any. No, no, I can't pick any Colts games. He can't pick any Jets games. <laughs> that does not mean that I can't pick any Jets games and he can't pick any Colts games. But for the sake of our own bias – we couldn't choose our teams. Mm-hmm. So I'll go first. And you know, I had a two one layup because if I were to not acknowledge any of them, then I just look like a fool. Yeah. Yeah. Ravens, to. Sunday night football. Also tried not to do all prime time because usually those are the slots, but Chiefs at Ravens, week two, Sunday night football. I mean, come on now. It, it's a premier matchup. I know it's been one sided by Mahomes, but it's just interesting in the fact. You know, Lamar is on the verge of that big deal. We'll see how he does this year, but they've been talking. They want to keep him there. They just picked up the fifth-year option. Mm-hmm. All uh, all signs are Lamar Jackson's going to get a monster deal, mm-hmm. monster extension with the Ravens. But this is the guy who used to do direct competition. Two years ago, people were after the, after the Chiefs. Ironically, after the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, there were still people trying to make the argument that Lamar was better than Mahomes because Lamar had an MVP year. You haven't beat Mahomes yet. The games mm-hmm. haven't been close, except for his rookie year. The last two games have been blowouts. 
it's time to it's time to show up. You're home. I know they were home last year. We actually watched that in person. That yeah, the the, the Monday night game. I remember. Complete, I was about to say we, but we were we were in person for that. That complete, you know, decimation of the Ravens. Let's see what you got. Yeah, you know, Lamar. If you're Lamar Jackson, I'm sorry. This this is a game that you need to lead your team to winning. Mm-hmm. I know that's not the style how they want to play, but you got to prove it. If you're the Ravens, also, this is a you know a top tier franchise. But to be considered the elite of the elite, you got to beat the best. You haven't beat them yet, and now it's time. And it's just it's, it's a prime time game. It's early in the season. Well, let's see what we got. I mean, and the Chiefs, while you know their O line concerns are gone, you know the flick of a finger, they still have to get acclimated to each other. So while mm-hmm. you know the five guys are solid, they still have to get that chemistry. What tendencies do you have? That's going to take some time. So we'll see how that goes. And it's just going to be interesting. It's going to be an interesting matchup, and I think I hope. I mean, hopefully, it's a good one. I don't. I hate seeing primetime blowouts unless it's a yeah. team I hate, and I don't hate either of these teams. Tuam, you know, Ric Flair has a saying: "To be the best, you got to beat the best." And for Lamar Jackson, he's got he's got to beat the best. He has to. He still hasn't been able to do it. I think that it's put up or shut up for him. He needs to. He kind of silenced some critics last year when he finally won a playoff game. Uh, that was big. That was the team that knocked him out two years prior in the divisional round in the Titans. That was very big for his legacy. But this is going to be a matchup for the next decade plus that we're going to be watching for constantly are the yeah. Chiefs and the Ravens because of these two guys. And, and before you get to your game, mm-hmm. you know, he loses this game. Guess what? Lamar's going to start losing. I mean, he, and honestly, he already has. But you lose this game, you're going to lose steam, and people are just going to oh. con- continuously leapfrog Josh Allen over you. They're going to yes. do this. And you know what? I'm one of those people. I think that Josh Allen is better than Lamar Jackson. I think he's significantly better. We'll do quarterback rankings at some point in the summer. That's a story for another day. But But uh, this is just one of those games. It's not a game that the Chiefs – if the Chiefs lose, no one's going to, you know, lose their mind or throw a tantrum. No. And, you know, and all – realistically, we shouldn't do that for the Ravens either because realistically it's only week two. Yeah, but exactly. it's just a statement game. It's only a statement. Mm. It's just a yeah. statement game. If the Chiefs lose, they've beaten the Ravens. They don't need this. Isn't like oh, you couldn't beat the Ravens. They've done it. They are mm. their champions two years ago. They're the defending AFC champions two times running. The Ravens still have the Lamar led Ravens still have not beat Mahomes. So it's just just to get that little monkey off your back. But that's besides the point. Chiefs Ravens my first one, Mister Chris. What do you got? I like Alrighty. this one too. So. This is all on the predication that Aaron Rodgers is a Denver Bronco, which quite honestly, I know people have their thoughts. I don't think he's, and we, we'll talk about it ad nauseum. We already did last episode. We'll talk about more as the offseason goes on. I don't think he's going to be a Green Bay Packer next year. And I think that all signs, all roads lead to John Elway in Denver. And if he is a Denver Bronco, which I fully expect him to be, I think that a matchup that everybody's going to watch, want to watch, is week one at the Meadowlands versus the New York Giants at the Giants week one. That's going to be an amazing matchup that everybody's going to must watch TV. Must watch TV. Aaron Rodgers' first game, not in a Green Bay Packers uniform, in the orange and blue, joining the orange crush. Elway's old team. He's got his weapons. He'll have some, you know what? He'll have a say. He'll have his big contract. 
Now it's going to be put up or shut up. So that's a matchup I'm absolutely looking forward to with giant, giant, uh, not quotation marks. I guess quotate. It's a massive uh, asterisk with yeah. a giant asterisk. Uh, that where I said it two different ways. I don't know which way is right, but um, a funny I, thing, you know, to tag long. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just saw this before we started talking. Uh, in terms of te- money bet on teams to win the Super Bowl, the Broncos are the second most. Oh, my Colts, dollars are on there. For some reason, the Colts are third ahead of the Chiefs. I don't really know why. I love it. Believe it's me. value. It's but, it's all value. Yeah, it's because the true. Colts they they're a boomer bust with the. They're Colts. one of those teams where if they hit, oh boy! If they, they don't, they hit. They hit big. That's exactly. You're not really lo- you're not really losing much betting on the Colts to even it's, or it's, even. Yeah, it's a, it's a low risk, high reward, yeah. and that's what the Broncos are too. To win the AFC, the Colts are like plus twelve hundred. Uh, that's good. If you got the Broncos before the rumors, oh my god, the rumors alone dropped the Broncos' odds, which is ridiculous. But yeah, I agree. I agree with everything you said. If he's in a different uniform, it doesn't. Even if he were to go to, I don't know, what's a boring team? Can't say the Jaguars anymore. Uh, the NFL is just so exciting. You can't yeah. think of a boring team. anywhere he goes. If they're playing, you know. No matter the, what team he plays for, whatever the the Washington football team, yeah. and the, I know they team. were a playoff team. Don't get on me on the Washington fans, but like any the team's team. kind of boring. Let's 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 be real. You got Chase Young, and that's it. If they like whatever team he's on plays yeah. them, that's still going to be the highly highest rated game of of the of the week that that week. It is one more note. One more note before I get to my second, which is another layup. I'm sorry. After my second one, mm-hmm. it'll get better. Uh no Green Bay Packers quarterback has ever played more than 16 seasons. This is Aaron Rodgers has completed his 16th season with has never completed 16 seasons with the team. Oh, so Aaron Rodgers is the 17th season. I'm not saying, I'm just saying. But anyway, my Let second one second. is another layup, but again, it's just too I it's one that can't be ignored. And I think you got to take the layup, Scotta. This one can't be ignored. You could argue the Chiefs-Ravens could be ignored, but this one could not. I'll say it. Week four, Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going back to Foxborough. And right now, the lowest ticket is $1,100. Just for the sake of time, it's already been beaten to a dead horse. You don't need to say much more. Tom Brady's going back to New England. Do I need to say more? Do you need to say more? It's just, it's a primetime slot. It's... You know there's going to be overreactions if the Patriots win. Oh, maybe Belichick was – no, it doesn't matter. It's just going to be entertainment city. Every every camera shot is going to be Brady's reaction to a good Patriots play mm-hmm. or a Belichick react. That's weird still. I'm sorry. Oh, I know we just cameras played. at the end of the game too. That's going to are be – Are they going to hug? Are they going to shake smile? hands? Are they going to shake Anything hands? pregame? Exactly. By the way, Tom, we're up to $1,400 on the cheapest ticket. For that game. Oh my God. God bless you if you go to that game. But yeah, it, it was a layup. My next three are better, I swear. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be, it's probably going to be, it, you could argue it's going to be the most, it's going to be the highest, the most watched NFL game of all time. I think it will be. Not, maybe it's, not of all time. Of, of the season, it might be, besides the Super Bowl. You know, oh, it might be the, this will probably, you know, regular season wise, will be the most. This watched will be game. easily the most watched regular season game. It might top a playoff game or two. Who knows? If, 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 with, with fourteen well, playoff teams, you're you're bound to have a dud playoff matchup. Bears Saints, perfect example. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
and it probably will top that. And you could argue this is one of the more anticipated games since Peyton was returning to Indianapolis. Yeah. That was eight years ago. So you like over the past eight years, obviously you got the Super Bowl matchups every now and then. The first game, obviously, the kickoff to the NFL season. But just matchup wise, you know, far it it it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. But you can't go wrong right. there. You can't. You really can't. We, it has it has to be chosen. It because we we as a podcast would not be doing our due diligence if we're not including games like that. Just to you know, it not just take the easy pick. It has know? to be. So it has to be for your number two. So I'm also going with a box game here. I actually am going with well. Before I do that, I will say I I did choose that. That's on my list too. That game. It's later on, so we're gonna now oh, yeah, even talk is. about Bucks at uh, Bucks at Pats again. Because again, for both of us, we just had to choose it. But my second Bucks game then Bucks at Rams Week Three. I think this has tremendous upside of a game here. You have the best team coming into this season in the NFC, in the Bucks, and you have an emerging contender here in the Rams. I really like the Rams. I think the Stafford addition is going to be significant. Him and McVay are bound to do some magical things on that football field this season. Mm-hmm. You have Aaron Donald back in the fold. No charges either for him. He's a great guy still. You got, as I said, His Matthew Stafford. Exactly, exactly. Um, and you have a team that, they just needed they needed this type of quarterback. Now this is a prove it uh, year for Stafford too. This whole thing, this whole experiment for the Rams is prove it time, because Stafford needs to prove that it wasn't just the, like he put up some great stats with the Lions, but he needs to prove that he needed a better organization around him. If they if if, if the Rams go out there and they're you know nine and eight eight and nine, don't make the play, then it's a colossal failure. Everybody's getting fired because they have no first round picks. They're banking on Stafford working. And I think it is. I think it absolutely is. This Stafford's the the perfect fit for Sean McVay's offense. He's going to be able to make throws that Jared Goff just couldn't do. He's going to be able to, you know, thread those needles, make those perfect, you know, timed pass passes that, Jared Goff couldn't do. He was he's doing the sidearm to... pass before it was cool. Like he's been doing this his whole career. Mm-hmm. The only reason people care about it now is because Mahomes does it. But Stafford's been doing it for oh, years. Yeah, he's he's a wizard. He's awesome out there. He he's actually one of the most underrated quarterbacks in my opinion. Oh, I don't absolutely. think he's I don't think he's properly rated at all. And now he gets a chance to show that in the big market. It's in L.A. That brand new stadium's going to finally have fans in it. In comes Tom Brady in the Bucks. This is a matchup I want to see in the NFC Championship game. This is the type of, you know, I think these are going to be two really good teams. This might be your one and two in the NFC at the end of the day. Vice versa. I, I really, I think the Rams are going to be a great team. I think the Bucks are as well. And I think that this is the type of matchup. We're going to get a nice high-scoring game, lots of points early in the season. But later in the season, if they play in the playoffs, it's going to be the type of matchup where you had points, but it's a classic. You had your defensive stops. You had your fourth and fourth and three stops. You know, I think that these two teams just match up very well against each other. Again, on paper, we get we have to see for ourselves. But I think this is a matchup that we're going to really look forward to. Yeah. And before I get to my my third, that's that's the biggest thing. We're all speculating because on paper, all these matchups are tough. You see so many people saying, oh, this team's schedule is brutal. And then, you know, at the same tune, you could talk about week 12 of that same team and say, oh, their schedule was a joke. Well, you weren't saying that six months ago. 
This is all speculative. <laughs> We're just basing it off of what we saw last season because I-, I can guarantee you right now a, a healthy handful of these teams that have tough records based off of last season's you know win percentage, at least five or six, those, re- those schedules are going to wind up being cakewalks. Like look at mm-hmm. the Steelers, for example. Now, I didn't go too in-depth, but it's not out of the realm of possibility that when – 2020 schedule got dropped. Oh, the Steelers might have a tough schedule. They start 11 and 0. No one can stop talking about how easy their schedule is. You really can't have a good, you know, idea until even closer to the season. You know, we got, we still got to see is there going to be injuries in in training camp in preseason? We don't know. So, this is again, and we're doing what everyone else is doing. This is exactly. reaction. It is what it is. So, my first unique one and my my last point before I get to my matchup I tried, and I think you did too, to not have a, every single one Bucks and Chiefs, but it's it's just so easy yeah. to have them in it because they have the most prime time games along with a handful of other teams. I didn't know until today that five was the limit, but apparently five is the limit. Uh, but the I Bucks didn't know that Chiefs, either till just until just now. Thank yeah, you, I, I found that out today. I was like, oh, okay. On, on paper, like your schedule, I'm sure you can get flexed to sixth and seventh. Oh, yeah. Um, They'll be flexed. Yeah, if, we, if we were to just choose the Bucks and the Chiefs, which you probably could, it would just be boring. And that's yeah. not what we try not to be boring. You can hear this. You can hear, you then, then go tune on to ESPN because that's what you're going to hear. Yeah. Here in this podcast, you're, you're going to hear Here, what we talk about. What we talk about is the Cardinals at the Browns in week mm. six. We've been talking about the Browns, all right? We've been, we, we talk about them here. Browns be Browns. We, we talk about them. And, you know, other people are. And not as a joke. This team is looking on paper, but... I think they're going to take another leap as a very potential contender. So, listen, Brown games, and that will be one of the – I'm going to say listen less than 10 times this week. Last week I said a lot. That's going to be cut out. I make adjustments. I make my halftime adjustments. But the Browns, that's a team that people are going to be looking at all season long. This is a team that has primetime slots. I'm pretty sure they have at least four. I'm not 100% sure, but – at least I, they might have three, but they could. I think they have. Four I bet that the Browns have a, a a respectable amount of prime time games, and they'll probably get flexed some as well. But they're just a team that I'm going to be looking at all season. Got that insane running back duo. Is Baker Mayfield going to continue to make the correct strides? And this defense, this defense has the potential. They have three. Mm-hmm. All right, so three, and I I'd be shocked if they don't get at least one flex. You know, later on in the year, they will. But it's a, team, the box. <laughs> it's a team <laughs> it's a team on the rise and i'm just looking out for them and i think the cardinals are on the rise as well and i think this is a make or break year for cliff kingsbury you have kyler murray who made very good strides last year hmm. kind of fell off a little at the end because he was this was a guy after that bills game we were like this guy could you know be a dark horse mvp candidate they, they were leading the division. They were leading the division were, after that game. And then three. for whatever reason, at the end of the season, they fell off a cliff. I they, don't know what it was. They didn't I just think it was a lot of injuries. But. They, they just got shoved, thrown, catapulted off that cliff. They collapsed. We thought this was going to be a playoff team, and they fell apart. Um, Toughest division in football, though. Oh, absolutely. Year. And, of course, the Colts have to play that division. That's not going to be fun. But <laughs> – they do play on Christmas. So my Christmas, they play the Cardinals, ironically enough. So my Christmas depends on the Colts game. That's that's that. 
it's a good Christmas present being able to watch the Colts on Christmas. It's a great, it it's a great Christmas game. It can instantly be the worst if they lose. But that's besides the point. You know, the, the Cardinals added J.J. Watt. That was a splash signing. I don't think as much of it as some others do, but it's a, it's a big signing. I do think he still has gas left in the tank. Um, and they're on their team that needs to make the playoffs this year for Cliff Kingsbury's job to be safe. They drafted, which I really loved, they drafted Rondale Moore in the second round to just add to that offense. I just think the Cardinals, they got to take that next step now. And it's just it's just a matchup that I look at. It's too obviously, you know, the cycle is every four years. So you could say that about a bunch of matchups. These teams don't see each other often. Obviously, the Cardinals and Browns don't. Even more uncommon is the Cardinals and Browns seeing each other when they're both potentially good teams. So I think it's just one of those interconference matchups that it's just it's just interesting. I think it's going to be very very cool to watch, and we'll see what happens. Which team? This could be a, a sense where you know each team is like four and two, or mm-hmm. I mean four and one, three and two, and it could be a kind of a a, a swing game. Absolutely. Who's legit? Who's not? And I like it. I like that matchup. I love that matchup, Tom. And you want to? I really. I- I really love Kyler Murray. Oh, I wow. think he's going to be as like, I thought last year might be the year he would make that. He made a giant leap. Don't get me wrong. He showed that he is a, a great quarterback and is emerging into a top 10 quarterback. Mm-hmm. But I think that this year is the year he that the he's going to make now. that. I'm sorry. He has to do it all season now because yes. again, he, he had the huge start and then fell off. But now it's I gotta think be this year is the all- year though. Yep. I think this is the year that they make the playoffs, not just make it. I think Kyler Murray is going to be in the MVP discussion. I, I really just think that he's – the way he's elevated his game, it hasn't been just one giant leap. It's just been steady. It's been, And I think that at one, at one point when you have a great quarterback like that where you see the steady – there's going to be that one year where he pops. You saw it with Josh Allen last year. Year three, he popped. I think Kyler Murray is going to have like a very similar season to what we saw with Josh Allen last year where he just has that pop right off the bat. And I was high on Kyler Murray making that leap before they even got DeAndre Hopkins because mm-hmm. I was looking at Kyler Murray in all my fantasy leagues like, oh, I'm going to snag him and as, as a sleeper. They get DeAndre Hopkins. He's no, he's a, a, the third or fourth quarterback selected. But I, I agree. He was everything that's advertised Hopkins oh, yeah. last year. He, last he was, season? Was just a preview, and you know I think he will put it all together for a full season. And if he so does, do there's no reason why he can't be an MVP candidate. I think a second year of those two together is gonna do is gonna be even better than the first. The first was great, but I think that a little bit more time of chemistry. You're not you're and we gotta count this too. We're in a non as much as we possibly can. I think at this point in September, in, in training camps, we're going to be in a non-COVID year. It's going to be as traditional as, it, as it's been they have a full in quite off some time. They have a so, full offseason now, and that's going to help a lot of teams. It's going to help guys like Kyler Murray and uh, and DeAndre Hopkins really get on stride again and really – you know, when they go to training camp, it's not going to be just foreign. They're going to yeah. be able to add – and build on what they did last year even quicker, especially with the offseason programs here. So I love that matchup, Twam. Um, I'm going to go to one of your teams here, Twam. I'm going to go Colts at Bills, Week 10. This that one got robbed match. from primetime. This should have been a primetime game. This should have been a primetime game because last year that was a fantastic 
playoff game on wild card weekend, super wild card weekend. Before you go on, because I will let you um, elaborate, you could argue that that was our, that was one of the best playoff games, and it was the By first far. one. It was easily the best of of super wild card weekend. That's what got like that's what made last year's super wild card weekend. So like it made it feel like okay, buckle up, this is going to be good. It made it, it feel that super. first game set the tone. It really set the tone, Twam. It was a great game. I know that <laughs> the ending wasn't quite what you wanted, but it had back and forth scoring. You know, the Colts were never out of it. You thought they were, and then they marched right back into it here, there in the fourth quarter. Just a great game. You saw fans in the stands in Buffalo. It, it was just an electric atmosphere. It was awesome. Getting to see that again is something I'm looking forward to, especially with the Colts looking to be even better than they were last year. And you have the Bills trying to replicate what they did last year and take that next step to, you know, not just being the AFC championship game, get to the Super Bowl. So that's going to be, if in week 10 too, you're going to know what both those teams are about by that point for the most part. Week 11. Week Sorry, week 11. Yeah. So I even was later. I, even, even more of an emphasis of you're not you're gonna know what these teams are about at that point for the most part you're gonna know that they're either you know where they're supposed to be exceeding expectations or they're underachieving you're gonna have yeah, a good picture absolutely. of that at that point so that's gonna be I think that's gonna be a game where they're gonna come in the same record you know seven and three something like that they'll come in with a, a similar record or it's, Buys or if we're counting buys, six. Yeah, and three, I have no idea. Whatever what the it is, buys. they'll they'll be coming in similar records, and this is gonna you know be more of a not seeding, but like it's gonna factor in later in the season. In the when it comes to seeding the playoffs, this is gonna be a game you're gonna look back on and say this is why the Colts are hosting the playoff game here, and this this is why the Bills are hosting here. This is why the Bills have you know, number two seed, or this is why the Colts are the number two seed. I think this is going to have a very yeah. big playoff implications, and I think it's two really physical football teams too. Really physical football teams. Both both uh, teams have great offense and defensive fronts here and physical offensive fronts, especially with their offensive line. On You could argue both offensive lines are top five. Both of them are top five. I think that both are top five O-lines in, in this league. So I think it's going to be a great matchup in the trenches as well. Yeah. I mean, it checks off every box. Starts with it being a playoff rematch. And then these are just two rosters from top to bottom that are just good, Stacked. good, good Stacked. rosters. And it's a game that I – it's a game I might truck out to. It's in Buffalo. It's in New York. I might do it. I already what have my eyes set on week one. I'm going to the home opener. It's a one o'clock game. Ooh. I'm going to the Colts home opener. The tickets have not been officially purchased yet, but I'm going. That's happening. Awesome. My plans are week 15 as well. And then why not this to throw in there? But that's that's my one point. And my second point is this is a one o'clock game. These are two teams that very well, if Carson once hits, because the Colts season entirely depends on that. But if he's hitting... You could argue, you know, Chiefs number one. You're looking at two and three right there. Mm-hmm. Very popular. The Sunday Are we night flex game category yet? We might be. The Sunday night game is the the Steelers and the Chargers. Which don't get me wrong, that has potential. But why go with potential when you have a given? Yeah, I, if it's flex time, I'd flex that. The only reason I wouldn't 
is let's say Justin Herbert is just on fire and he's building off last year. I, I could see it. And Justin Herbert is just, you know, he's your MVP favorite, which I, I can I easily could, say. I could see the case. It's I'm just glad it's not a garbage matchup. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, Colts Bills, I'm taking That's a lot better. Not even, on the Steelers end, on the Steelers end, yeah, we I could don't be think, getting 97-year-old Ben Roethlisberger throwing ducks and the Chargers might kick their ass. I very well could be the case. And with that matchup, you're getting an even matchup. You're getting a that's going to be a one score game, you know, you, you know, whatever way you slice it, that's going to yeah. be a one score game. And you want that type of game on the Sunday nighter. Right. You don't want big Ben throwing four picks and Justin Herbert. Yeah, we've seen enough Steelers big Ben game. in prime time. Yeah. Thank like, you for picking my boys. I'll, I'll return the favor right here. I don't, I don't like it though. <laughs> so this, it's like kind of a joke layup because people are kind of mocking it, but it's, it's an intriguing game. I know it's probably going to ha- include two teams that more than likely won't make the playoffs, but it's just a game that's interesting. They won't. When a quarterback is facing his old team, especially one that didn't do right by him, it's interesting. Jets at Panthers week one, debut of Zach Wilson. Now, what they really – this was clearly just a shot at the Jets. Like, yeah, we're going to give you your guy right away. What they really should have done – are the Jets – I'm pretty sure the Jets are playing. The, yeah, they are. The the AFC South and AFC East play. Jets yeah. Jags should have been a layup. Well, it's happening, but later in the season. Yeah, I no, it's hap- I'm, I'm just talking about for week one. Yeah. I, the two I, guys I, have their first starts against each other. Come on now. I still think that this was the better matchup because this matchup makes, I will say too, I hate how this is happening. Week <laughs> one. You couldn't have had, if you're a Jets fan or the Jets, a worse opponent to start with. I, I, Face the Bucks, like anybody. The um, overreactions of this game are going to be incredible. Let's say the Jets win like 31 to 10. Oh, they make the right choice getting rid of Sam Darnold. Let's say the Panthers win 31 to 10. Oh, here he comes. Sam Darnold's going to be a top. The over and on top of it being week one, also, it's just going to be hysterical. It's going to not for if you're a Jets fan, I'm sorry, but no. for an outsider's point of view, it's just an it is it is an interesting game because everyone knows including Jets fans, especially mm. Jets fans, actually. This team failed Sam Darnold, and now he's getting a fresh start with an offensive coach. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater had some not-so-nice things to say about the Panthers. We'll let those slide for now. But a different change of scenery. He's got more weapons than he's ever had with the mm. Jets. So we'll see what a change of scenery does. That's what I'm banking on for Carson Wentz to succeed. We'll see how it works for Sam. And it being week one, just fuels the intrigue. Yeah. The intrigue it's the only week that this game could have happened, too, with it being intriguing. Because if this happened week four or week five, you kind of have an idea of where both teams are. Week one was the only match. Yeah, yeah, the only like week it. is going to be interesting. <laughs> so right off the like bat. Week 12 game, both teams are like four and eight. You're like, oh, great. That would have been – I would have loved that. You know what? <laughs> like, Sam Darnold sucks. We didn't – we weren't the reason he sucked, which we probably are, if we're being honest here. Um so, I mean, you're talking about who ruined Sam Darnold. Joe Douglas, by what he's already doing in the draft, fully acknowledged the Jets screwed up Sam Darnold. And he's yeah. trying not to he make dove it into that a lot last week. Joe, Jug- yeah. Joe Douglas is doing everything right. So, so, you know what? Kudos on him. Uh, don't love the matchup, but, you know, for everybody else, I hope you enjoy. I'm going to be <laughs> I'm gonna be knee deep in Bud Lights just, you know, trying to trying to, like, you know, keep it together. 
Nah, I don't blame to, you. Know, keep it on the rails here. But uh, we're going to go to the next matchup here. So this my is last, last one pick. because I actually hijacked one. Chargers at Chiefs. We were talking earlier, uh, Twam, about Steelers Ch- Chargers. Steelers Chargers, but we were also talking about. I, I had a brain freeze there, but uh, we were talking about Arizona. Yes, yes, yes. Versus, yes. Or, or, or not Arizona, but Arizona in general, and Kyler Murray taking that third year step. I think Justin Herbert, because he took, you know. No one expected what we saw. He had such a great rookie year. I think he's going to be the. T- I think I've been saying Justin Herbert's going to be a top five quarterback in this league since before he was drafted. I thought the Dolphins made Kudos a mistake back then. I I'm not the only one. Don't get me wrong, but I really think that Justin Herbert is going to be a stud quarterback for the Chargers. He has all the makings of uh, of a top five quarterback. I think he's going to be in the MVP race this year. Uh, and I think that the rivalry between him and Patrick Mahomes will be the most underrated rivalry that we're going to see in the next 10 years. Everybody talk, wants to talk about Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. I think this yeah. is the one because you're going to see it twice a year. You're I'm glad you twice brought up a year Lamar. For the next 10 years. I'm glad you brought up Lamar because just you know, to go back to the point we were talking about, if Lamar doesn't beat him, you know, these other quarterbacks are going to start sliding in in the QB. Uh, hierarchy, especially in the you know, in terms of head to head against Mahomes, just like you said, this could be this could be easily one uh, where you could be talking about um, Justin Herbert over Lamar in terms of their head to head against Mahomes, and just in the AFC tier of quarterbacks in, in total. Uh, the, the rookie season that that Herbert had gives you no indication that he should be you know, suffering from a sophomore slump. They addressed the O-line. You know, Rashawn Slater fell them at 13. Next to Sewell, arguably the best tackle in the draft. Mm-hmm. And they got weapons. The biggest thing is the Mike Chargers. Williams. They got Keenan you know, Allen. Mike Williams. So. Arguably, you know, not arguably, because it's a fact. The Chargers get hurt every year. They just need to be healthy. This team, I want to see. Blow games. They and they blow games. And they blow games at the end. But that's they coaching. I think that's fixable. I think that if you have... Hopefully Staley here uh, is the right coach for the uh, for the Chargers, but uh, I think he will be. I think that Justin Herbert is going to be a big reason, and I I think that this was the perfect scenario for him to go into. When we're, when we're t- in, in all reality, he does have a good roster around him. There is a good team around him, and I think they can compete with the Chiefs. In fact, they give the Chiefs fits when you think about it. They His almost first beat the game, last they threw year. Herbert into the fire after both the, games. They almost after the Chargers doctor stabbed Tyrod Taylor's heart. They threw <laughs> Justin Herbert into the fire and took the Chiefs to overtime and and balled. So Justin Herbert, this kid looks like he's something special. Yeah, and you know that's going to be a mat a, a rivalry to look at for years, especially two times a year. And just Absolutely. To back off of that. This this one, it's two games in one because this is all, all dependent on just like I, I was here too. I was saved it to my last one because it's all dependent on if Aaron Rodgers goes to the Broncos. And, you know, you're not stupid. I'm not stupid. If you're listening, you're certainly not stupid. 
if Aaron Rodgers goes to the Broncos, we all know they are in the same division as the Kansas City Chiefs. And has there ever been a division with two quarterbacks that you could say, oh, these two guys are the best two in football? Has there ever been? Has there ever been? No. No, where, you can't, you can't say that. Or we'll, we'll save top two. Two top three or four quarterbacks in the same division. You're Mount Rushmore. You have two on your from. And your I don't Rushmore. mean for like a season because, you know, you had Drew Brees the whole time. You had the Cam Newton MVP year sprinkled in there. The Matt Ryan MVP year. I don't mean that quarterback was a top five that season. I mean mm. their entire career. So you got yeah. two top fives, potentially. Shit, even top three with Mahomes and Rodgers. I don't think we've ever had that. If the Colts never switched their divisions and they stayed in the AFC East, you would have had Peyton and Brady, and that would have been that uh, in terms of quarterback talent. In the what division. was the NFL thinking on that? I don't like, know. What do you think? For, for Jets' sake, I'm glad we didn't have both of you in our division. <laughs> that would have so, been, been tough. That would have been tough. I don't, I don't know. I feel like he, twice a year you have – Man versus Brady brutal. for the next ten years. Like I don't know. Maybe you should you know lean in that direction. Uh, they they definitely screwed that up. But I'm not upset about it either because the Patriots own us. That we'll we'll ignore the Patriots because screw them. I'm but done yeah, with Chiefs the, Broncos. Let's not talk about them. And in terms of when they're playing, weeks thirteen and weeks eighteen. That's the home stretch of the season. If you are telling me we can get Patrick Mahomes. And Aaron Rodgers on the last game of the NFL season, oh my God, because there's no way that game will not be important unless the Chiefs are just blowing the doors off everyone, which I don't think is happening. I don't think they're going to run away with the one seed if they even get it. But that's, let's continue. Weeks 13 and 18, that's two out of the last, what is that, six games, five games? It's yeah. it's the home stretch of the year. Those are important, pivotal games. And I mean, it's, it's not just Mahomes against Rodgers once. It's Mahomes against Rodgers twice. But guess what? That's not on my list. If if it's only between the Broncos and the Packers, we are guaranteed, barring injury, to see Mahomes and Rodgers because they are playing each other this year. We missed out on it two years ago because Matt Moore came in. Or was it last year? No, it was two years ago. Two Mahomes years ago. Uh, separated his kneecap. Yeah, he was only out play. two weeks. Everybody thought he was going to be out like a while. Yeah. And, then, and then, he, then he went on. Your boy Matt the Moore came, came in, and they narrowly lost think, against the Green Bay Packers. Narrowly I think they lost. beat the Packers. Dude. Today? I think they beat them 31-24. to 24 I know they were Matt. I know they were uh, with Matt Moore. They were 1-1, one and one, and they only lost a game. I, I, I know that, but let me look it up right now. I think they beat them. But I'm we got robbed to... of that. But if they, the and then Packers... you had the Vikings game. I think they I'm trying to remember. I know now. they beat the Vikings because my friend was heartbroken after that loss. They did, yeah. So I think those were the two games. Okay, no, the Packers won thirty-one to twenty-four. So oh, that Packers was the game they them. lost. Okay, yeah. So the Packers narrowly escaped that. That was a Sunday nighter too. Yeah, it was a Sunday night game. That everybody was but, anticipating for yeah. different reasons, but so, I, I, you know what, uh, Twam, you, know, I, I'm not going to get used to this week 18 thing. I would no. love nothing more than Broncos Chiefs to determine the division week 18. That's so, that's a Sunday nighter. That's a that's a make up call from the Packers and uh, Chiefs game for from at the current moment, and it's respectable. 49ers Seahawks week 13 is the Sunday night game, and that. Especially if the 49ers bounce back, that's very well 
Could be an incredible game. I had to be honest with you, Tuam. 49ers, I like to see bounce back. I, I think they will. I don't know how I feel about the Seahawks. I think there's a yeah. whole bunch of problems. For my sake, there. I hope they don't start off well because the Colts are playing them week one, and that will completely ruin my trip. That's but to get back game. to the, the Broncos mm-hmm. uh, Chiefs real quick, if, it's, if Rodgers does go to the Broncos, I mean, it's really hard to bounce – San Fran and Seattle from the Sunday night slot. But the the Chiefs, where is this game? It's a 1 o'clock game. That would almost certainly be at least flexed to the 4 o'clock slot for CBS. They'd bounce. They'd bounce Jacksonville, L.A. Yeah, I don't 10 know. seconds. <laughs> that game would not be a 1 o'clock game unless they, like, you know what, we'll just dominate the 1 o'clock rankings. But, yeah, that wraps up my, my five. Yeah, you, my five. I, I stole one from you. Is there any others you would like to pick at? I honestly, this is your time to pick a gimme. I can't think of anything, Twan. I can't. I think that's what we're gonna roll with here because I would for have to think off the top sake, of my head, and I I can't really do that too well. For my bias' sake, it was so hard not to pick the Colts games because I, the Colts really are a very intriguing team this year. Just, okay, I'll I'll give you one, but you go first. I actually have one. Yeah. I'm not saying any of the – well, I am. What am I saying? Uh, they're just an intriguing team. They have the Seahawks to open the year, which I think – I think all four of their games against the West are just going to be interesting. Good. Week mm-hmm. two, they play the Rams. I'm not even talking like Colts-Rams there. I'm talking specifically Aaron Donald against Quentin Nelson for the first time. Amazing. That's, that's literally That's literally King Kong versus Godzilla. Twom. They play They play the Bucks this year. The Colts take on the Bucks. When is that? Is it in Tampa? No, it's at Indianapolis. I Damn think it's week 12. I was about 12. to say, you want to go to Tampa? <laughs> I think it's in week 12. I want 12. to go to Tampa and see a Bucks game this year. I would love that. I'd love to hear I the cannon. So they play the Bucks week 12. Gotcha. But I'm not going to that game, unfortunately. Week 1 and 15 are my two guarantees. Because gotcha. I'd rather see them play the Patriots. You know what game I have for you, though, Twan? Let's hear it. We, we alluded to it earlier. Trevor Lawrence versus... Zach Wilson, one versus two, Jets Jaguars, and guess what? I that is a Jets home game. Might have to, might have to spin that one. I'm, I'm more of a what fan of going to the the early games in the season when the weather's nice and tailgating because the what later week? games you can get some really, really bad weather. And if I'm an island guy, as as Twam is as well, and we don't mean that. We we obviously mean that from a Staten Island, Long Island perspective, but we also mean it by the we don't like bad weather. We went to school no. somewhere with bad weather for four years. As two never people who have never again. avoided bad weather like fools, we still hate it. All right? Don't we, get it we, wrong. We, we, we have PTSD it. from bad weather. So any opportunity to be warm and be cozy, we're taking it. You know? Absolutely. So, that, so When is that game? That is a week – I want to say it's a week 16 game, but I will wow. give you a definitive – it's, it's, oh, it's a late game. It, they, they, it, both teams are going to be. Out. They're really banking that these two teams are going to. If dealer these week sixteen, if these teams are like, oh, that would be their fifteenth game. If these teams are like five and ten, you know, six and nine, no one's going to care as much. Like, oh, the first two picks. If yeah, not it is doing week well, sixteen. It's week this should have been like a. This should have been like a first six slate. Day after Christmas. Day after Christmas. The Colts Week play 16. on Christmas, which means I won't miss their game the day after Christmas. All right, All right. We, we might we, we might have to talk about this after the show at some point. 
But we'll, um, we'll, we'll discuss. Hey, week sixteen, not bad. But uh, that that is my final game. That uh, pulling a rabbit out of the hat. I know we broke the rules a little bit, but we got to yeah, talk about it. I stole one from you. <laughs> hey, it'd be like that sometimes. But uh, moving on here, for the sake of ending things on a good note, we'll save the Deshaun Watson talk for another time. We could, we could we could do a brief brief thing. So four accusers have come out and actually spoken to the NFL, which is the furthest development we've gotten of mm-hmm. the NFL actually being involved. Um, so that that was huge. And should we should we read the statement? Yeah, let, from, let's. Uh, this is Deshaun. Let's before we we yeah. We'll, we'll, how about this? We'll read the statement. We'll talk about this. We'll discuss this, but. We'll definitely end with something a little bit more lighthearted here because we don't like to end the podcast with Deshaun Watson. All right. No. It's a very troubling situation. Um, but we do have the statement from Rusty Harden. As Twam did say, four accusers came out, spoke to the NFL. Twam, you want to read this? You want me to read it? <clears throat> okay, Twam, you got this. You got this. Statement from Rusty Harden. In a recent interview. Mr. Busby stated that a settlement is not happening. We certainly agree that there are currently no settlement negotiations being conducted. While we have never approached Mr. Busby about a settlement, he has approached us on numerous occasions in the past about the possibility of a settlement. We have made clear all along that there would be no settlement unless the terms are made public and all participants are allowed to speak in their own defense at all times. We want none of the participants, the plaintiffs, or Mr. Watson muzzled by a settlement agreement. Mr. Busby does not feel the same. I am a little bemused by Mr. Busby pronouncing that his clients are not going to settle and that they want their cases to play out in court. The fact that this whole thing started with his attempt to extort money and avoid court shows that irony is not dead. I guess it has just been raised to a new level. What it's I still believe Deshaun Watson did wrong things, but yes. this kind of out this kind of outing of uh of Busby, the you know, the guy going after Deshaun, it's not great. Why no. who cares if everything's public? I mean if he really was guilty then then guilt the guy. Who cares? Yeah. I I all I have to say about this is like I feel like we need more facts still. It's just like, I, I, I think that this is a, a, a win for the defense stating that those facts, Rusty Harden statement that, that helps to Sean Watson's case a little bit, but there's just too much there. You know what I mean? There's too much there at fault on the Sean Watson side. There's too much, not evidence, but there's too many, you know, accusations. There's too much of a compilation of bad things against Deshaun Watson for him to not have some sort of, you know, I'm not going to say guilt because nothing's been proven with that yet. And uh, we're not trying to make guilty people or not guilty people guilty. We have to let the process and the legal process play out. But um, I, I just don't know what to think about this. I think that you could make the case that Busby, you know, is doing this for publicity and money and wanting to get money for these people and putting Deshaun Watson down. Or you could look at it from the other perspective where it's Deshaun Watson did these horrific acts, needs to go to jail, needs to, you know, pay forward for something. There's, 
you have two extreme, and then you have the middle. I'm somebody that needs that likes to you know sit in the middle and assess what's going on from both sides here and converge to a final point. And I don't think we're at that point where we can make that final assessment of what really happened here and what the situation is. For Deshaun Watson, I don't think he's playing football this year. Nah, not that's been a growing belief. I don't think he's going to play this year. I mean, you still have teams like the Dolphins and the Eagles that want him, you know, the second he's made available again. I think the Dolphins, before all this happened, was going to be a uh, a perfect fit for him. If we're talking from a football perspective here only for a second. Um, But if we're moving away from that, I think that, you know, I I did see a report today where the NFL investigators, the the four women that talked to them, uh, the women felt they were disrespected by the investigators. I don't know what that means. They're going to have to clarify it a little bit more. I, I, but you know, I have a feeling if that's true and if that's the case, that means the NFL wants to push this along and they want this to be over with. And by over with, I don't think that's going to be favorable towards these women's, you know, what they want. You know, yeah, the more this lingers, it's just a bad look for the NFL. It, it's so a bad look for the NFL. Exactly. They definitely just so. want this out of the way. But yeah, yeah. there's our Deshaun, uh, you know, s- scoop up for now. Again, mm-hmm. like we've said for weeks and weeks, this is something that'll continue to develop. We said it the first episode. We're saying it here in episode 13. We'll have more when it comes out. But yes, to end on a positive note, quick lightning round Jets record. Based mm. off of yesterday's schedule. Well, that's not a positive note for me, but it's more <laughs> lighthearted. So we're going to go 4-13 and 13 for the Jets this season. I think that they'll be in a lot, you know, a lot of close games. They'll lose some, you know, some, they'll lose more games by one score than they won't. You know what I mean? I think they'll lose a lot, a lot of close games here. I th- and this is my optimistic. It's four and thirteen. My optimistic. You want my pessimistic? We're winning one game, but optimistic right now in May. We're gonna go four and thirteen. I will say though, I will say that I do not see the Jets winning a game in September for the third straight year. Their September schedule, Twam, is not one that I love. Obviously, we start out against the uh, not we. I, I keep talking like we're on like I'm we, on the team. Say right? we, but you know we talked about it last week, Twam. I suffer with this team, so I'm just trying to buy time here to pull up the schedule real quick. I should know it by heart. So week one, Panthers, I'm going with an L. Week two, Patriots, can never beat the Patriots, ever. There's another L. Broncos, week three. What if Aaron Rodgers is a Denver Bronco? 0-3. And there's only three games this September. So instead of being 0-4 to start, only 0-3. Yeah, there's only three games, yeah. So Later start than usual. So starting 0 and 3, going 4 and 13, that's not bad. Not bad. Right. So Twam, you have a lot more aspirations, a lot more positivity for your team. What are you what are you saying? What are your predictions? So I'll give you best case and I'm gonna give you three records. I'm just gonna be honest with you. <laughs> We're gonna go the best case scenario I legitimately see. This is Carson once hitting. He's back to very good quarterback form. The defense is playing at a high level, 13-4. and four. I don't really see any reason why a roster that's that good with an elite quarterback can't be that good a team. Now, do I believe they're going to go 13-4? No, that's if everything hits. The floor, that's if Wentz doesn't hit. I still think the roster is too good to have a terrible team. 
I could see seven and ten as like the floor for this team because the roster is too good overall. Mm-hmm. Realistically, I'm seeing eleven and six, which kind of based off of last season, it's the same amount of wins and an extra loss. So that's not amazing. Who knows if that'll get them in the playoffs? We really don't know if that'll with how good the AFC is. You might be seeing yourself on the outside looking in, but I think eleven and six is respectable. The first five games. The first five games are brutal. Let me read them for you. Home against Seattle. We don't know what Seattle we're going to get. That's a coin toss. That's a coin Home toss game. Home against the Rams. That's tough. That's another coin toss game. The, the only benefit is the Rams are coming to you from L.A., but you're in the if middle. You were going to, if you were going to L.A., I feel like you guys would lose that game. But yeah. I think the home field advantage will help. We'll see. Week three against the Titans, division game. I think I think they're better than the Titans, but it's still and it's at, it's another uh, at, at Tennessee. It's at Tennessee. It's a lot of toss ups to start. At There's Miami for sure. If another two was like up. if if two was hitting, that's a tough game. And then at Baltimore on Monday night, their first primetime game. So that's, that's four schedule. Four of those five teams made the playoffs, and all five teams had ten plus wins last year. It's a tough start. So if you can get through that at two and three or three and two. It's going to be a good year. But if you skid out of the, st- the start to one and four, then you're in trouble. Now, if they if they somehow go four and one out of that, then you're looking at the, everything's clicking. But where I'm sitting right now is anywhere 11 and six, 12 and five. Trom, what the, if they go four, one and four out of that? I'll be very, very upset. <laughs> it will. That'll be a tough, that's a tough hill to climb. I mean, they'll still have 12 games to get it right, but then you're looking... You need to go nine and three, and that's just not what you want to do. At least if they're two no. and three, to oh no, they need to go ten and two. If you go two and three out of start to reach eleven, would still be an uphill battle. You'd have to go nine and three out of your next twelve. But yeah, I I'm, I'm with you on that. I think eleven and six is very reasonable. I think eleven and six is very even twelve and five. Those are both attainable because you know you're looking at last year. It was an eleven and five team. It's a toss-up on are you going to win one more game or lose a game. So we'll see Mm -hmm. what happens. But with that – I will say, Twam, after that Ravens game, after that tough stretch, you play the Texans. Yeah, that should be a a get-right game if the Ravens game doesn't go well. But, hey, I I like the the way – the direction your team's going in. Yeah. And I think they're going to be a playoff team. I I sure hope they will be. And that's some great positivity if you ask me. Yeah, no, you are oozing, oozing what I need to hear. But that'll do, uh, that'll that'll do that for right now. We will we will do probably you know when, when the season's dead or not the season's dead. You know the when the season's the, 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 the when we're in like the yeah. real off season when like we're in the off season of sports, like we yeah. like to call it segment season, dog days of summer, June and Baseball July is the only sport going on. Yeah. We will have a more in-depth look at our schedules probably. Uh, we'll, we'll devote a show to that. But NFL, listen, it's here. The NFL schedule dropped. When it, That's the, like the last pinnacle you need to overcome to like really mm-hmm. feel like, all right, now, now you know where everything is. You know when it is. It, it's great. It's a great feeling. Hey, it's all positive vibes. Schedule we coming wait. out. We see that next year we're going to see full fans in the stands. It's, oh, hey. hopefully full fans. I don't see why we won't be at full capacity in most NFL mm-hmm. stadiums come the fall. Absolutely. Well, it's going to be great. 
Hopefully, I have updates next week on the situation with going to a game. We'll be discussing that more. That's our NFL coverage. If you want to be frisky again and stay for after hours, me and Chris are not even close to done talking. we got a lot more on the back end. So, you know, as always, take a little nap, but not too long a nap. You do want to listen to us. Grab a brew, go to the bathroom, eat some popcorn. I don't know what you do, but sit tight because we'll be back on the other side. Peace.